Hey everybody, we are back on the pod today, and we are talking all things Las Vegas Raiders. We're talking schedule, we're talking roster, so let's dive in. Alright everybody, we are talking Las Vegas Raiders today, and I'm excited. We had football last night, and I'm not really excited for preseason, um, but it's football, and that means when preseason starts, that means we're like about a month away from the regular season, so that's an encouraging feeling. Um, I'm not a big baseball fan. Um, and so the fact that the summers mainly consist of baseball doesn't really, you know, get me going. So I'm excited that we have football. We've got um, a roster, a, a depth chart that was released a couple days ago for the Raiders. And so we'll look at that. After we do that, then we're going to look at the schedule of the Raiders. And I'm going to give my predictions for this season and how I think we'll do. Um, so let's talk roster-wise. First unofficial depth chart was released. Um, and there's some interesting things on here. Quarterback, we have Derek Carr, obviously, but the backup is Jarrett Stidham. Now, Jarrett Stidham played last night against the Jaguars. He played fine. I would be interested to see how coaches rank player performances in the preseason. Um, what it really means, or what what are you really looking for? Because Jarrett Sidham is not playing first-team defenses. He's playing second, third, whatever. Um, so you have Derek Carr. You have Jarrett Sidham. You have Nick Mullins at third string. Um, so if Derek, Jarrett, I'm sorry, Derek Carr goes down, um, that worries me that we don't have a backup. We no longer have, um, what's his name? Wow, this is embarrassing. Shoot, what is his name? Mark, Marcus, Marcus Mariota. Long pause there. Running back Josh Jacobs. Um, the key for him is to be healthy, if we can get him healthy for a whole season. Brandon Bolden and Zamir White follow there. I think Brandon Bolden having a seasoned veteran there is nice, and Zamir White, he's been kind of the talk of the town, and I'm excited to see him probably take ownership of that second running back position. Kenyon Drake down there a ways. Um, so there you go. Fullback Jacob Johnson. I don't know anything about him. Um, wide receivers. We have Devontae Adams. In case you forgot, we have the best wide receiver in the league. Yep, I said it. Hunter Renfro on the opposite side. He was playing basically a wide receiver one last year. And so... I think that is a win that he's doesn't have to do that. You have Mac Hollins and Keelan Cole down there um, at other receivers. And then if you want to keep going, you have Tyron Johnson and Demarcus Robinson. I like Demarcus Robinson. I think he will be a great fit. Um, I'm, I really like our wide receiver position and... I was hoping Brian Edwards would still be on the 
um, roster here, but unfortunately he is not. And so wide receiver, though, I mean, the top two are great. I, I like Keelan Cole. I liked what he did last year for us. Matt Collins is, is getting a lot of praise right now. It's hard to make of that. I think sometimes coaches praise people, and you don't know really what that means. They're not going to just roast their team in the public eye, so you can do what you will with that. Tight end Darren Waller and Foster Moreau, both on the roster last year. Darren Waller top five easily, and in my opinion, top three tight end in the league. Foster Moreau was a solid backup for us. Um, <clears throat> I like all these weapons that, that Derek Carr has. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see what he does with them. Uh, let's go to the offensive line. Left tackle Colton Miller. Um, on, the, on the team last year, young player. Excited to see how he continues to develop. John Simpson at left guard on the roster last year started. Andre James started last year. Lester Cotton Sr. is new this year. Um, so we'll see him. Alex Weather Leatherwood was drafted last year. So a relatively young offensive line. And I was pretty skeptical of how we came into the season last year um, regarding the offensive line. And they did start pretty pretty horribly. But by the end, they've really developed into a mediocre <laughs> offensive line. Um, and so the fact that you returned four of them um, and you have Dylan Parham, who we drafted this year, and Jermaine Elamuner, I don't know how to pronounce that, both were drafted and will fill in the depth, and I like that. Brandon Parker also in the depth um, down there at right tackle. And so I like our depth as well at, at O-line. It'll be inter interesting to see how we take the next step as an old line will we get even better or have we reached our ceiling with some of these players so we'll find out that's the offense our offense looks pretty good our weakest point to me is fullback if you want to call it that and o-line o-line and the reason why i say o-line is because of what they were last year mediocre um they did the job good enough but not really what you're looking for. So, can they take the next step? Skeptical about it? We'll see. Defense. We added Ch Chandler Jones to replace Ngakwe. And opposite him is Max Crosby. Cleveland Farrell still on the roster at the end. Um, you also have Jerry Green. D-tackle, Andre, I'm sorry, Andrew Billings and Bilal Nichols. Bilal Nichols on our team last year. Um, we'll see how the, the D-tackle spot shapes up. We really tried to reform that as three of the top four in the depth chart are new to us. D-line overall should be good, though, um, um, for the most part. When you have Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, who are two of the best in the business, no reason why you cannot um, get sacks, put pressure on, and at least clog the outside run. So, outside linebacker, you have Divine Diablo, was on our roster last year. Jay and Brown uh, on the other side. Um, again, they keep talking about Diablo advancing, progressing, and I'm just waiting to see that happen. 
um, we're really going to need help with him um, starting. So uh, I'll be interested to see his development. Middle linebacker Denzel Perryman, uh, a veteran. I was a little intrigued that he was coming on our roster last year. And he played amazing. He was so good for us. It was awesome to have him. Um, and so I'm glad he's back again. We'll see if he still has it um, as he gets older. But he was really, really good last year. Linebackers are, are okay. Denzel Perriman is really the only one that stands out to me unless other guys take the next step for us. Darian Butler, Kenny Young, also... Um, in the depth chart down there and so well I'm interested to see about the linebacking core I have in the last few years we bring in some of these veterans and draft some guys and it rarely I won't say it doesn't work out but it, there's a lot of hype for what we actually get and so usually it turns to mediocre or below average um, linebacking core and it could be very well the same way this year. If Denzel Perryman gets hurt, man, that would be a killer for our defense. Okay, at cornerback, Nate Hobbs on the roster last year really progressed um, throughout the year. And Rocky Sin, formerly a Colt, um, a, a strong cornerback, definitely a starting quarterback, and he was a steal to get. Um, I'm glad we picked him up. Amidst all the, <laughs> we just cannot seem to figure out the cornerback position. Um, over the years, either a guy doesn't pan out, a guy continues to keep getting hurt, a guy gets into legal trouble, DUIs, um, just annoying this position. But Nate Hobbs is back. Rocky Sin has been a presence in the league, still fairly young. And to back them up is Amik Robbins, Robertson, who was on our team last year, a good player. And Anthony Everett. Trayvon Mullen Jr. also on the roster. Okay. Safeties. Trayvon Morig, free safety. He was a rookie last year. And I think he is the solution for our safety position. I think over the years he'll just keep getting better and better. And I'm excited. I'm excited to have him on our team. And where we got him last year as well in the second round. That was a steal, I think. Jonathan Abram also at safety. I don't know, man. I don't know about him. I, he's reduced the amount of times he blasts somebody, just runs full sprint and rails somebody. Um, he's controlled himself a little bit better. I think he is nearing... He has neared his ceiling or is close to it. I think he's... About an average safety. Gets the job done well enough. But we'll see. Based on what I saw last year, it just felt like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him. I'm not thrilled about him. But they like him, and they'll make him work for this year. A.J. Cole returns as punter. Daniel Carson, exceptional kicker. Um, uh, A.J. Cole's a good punter, too. Um, kick returner is Amir Abdullah. I love to see that. He played pretty well last night against the Jags. Um, I didn't watch, but the stats looked like he did pretty well. Amir Abdullah, love that because he's a Husker. Um, I love having Huskers on our roster. Speaking of Huskers, 
Uh, Richie Incognito retires. <laughs> Maybe the most uh, polarizing Husker ever to exist. Um, <laughs> and he has retired from the league. So we will not see him on our roster this year. Hunter Renfro at punt returner. That is the Raiders roster. Um, I feel good about our roster. There's no, there's no glaring holes. You could argue again the O line, um, but I don't. I don't because of the way they ended the season, and that's just showed enough for the future. Um, so I'm, I'm not super worried. I think that roster is one of the best in the AFC West. But we will see how that shapes out. Speaking of the AFC West, let's turn to the Raiders' schedule now. Um, and let's let's make some predictions. Let's get a bit bold. And let's be honest. Can we do that? Can we be honest in this podcast and not be super biased? If I had to guess, I think I've... I've looked at this schedule before and made predictions. If I had to guess before even getting to the schedule, you know what? I'll wait for that. I'll wait to, you gotta wait till the end to hear my actual win loss uh, columns. Let's go through this. All right, we open the season September 11th at the Chargers. Chargers favored by three and a half. I don't see how we win this game. I hate that we're playing them the first week. Usually it's the Broncos, and I love playing that because they are never ready by week one. Um, and just a side note, well, I'll get to that. I don't want to jump out of out of uh, out of here. If you remember, the way um, the season ended for the Chargers last year was week seventeen. Actually, that was week eighteen, wasn't it? Because of the bye week, um, Raiders and Chargers played, and. The talk of the game was that the Raiders and Chargers, if they tied, both teams would get in the playoffs. And the Raiders are driving, driving towards the end of the game. They don't seem like... Okay, I, I'm just going to throw my opinion into this. They don't seem like they are looking to, to score. They really don't. They don't look like they're being super aggressive. And I don't think they're looking to score. So then you, you, time's winding down, and um, it looks like the Raiders might just run out the clock, and we will never know now. We will never know what's in people's heads, and, and people say things, but we will never know what actually was in people's minds. Um, Chargers take a timeout, looking to stall the clock, maybe get the ball back, and then the Raiders kick... The field goal to win the game. Kick the Chargers out of the playoffs. I think the Chargers make a bonehead move in the timeout, but what do I know? I do not think the Raiders were going to look to score. I think they were going to settle for the tie, which would have been a very interesting conversation to have. And now it's another interesting conversation to have that the Chargers took that timeout. Anyways, we opened season, uh, game one with them. And I think that's a loss. Tough to go on the road, start of the season. But divisional games are always interesting. Anyways, that I think will be a loss. 
Raiders Cardinals, Raiders at home week two, um, Sunday afternoon. Raiders are favored in that game. And the Cardinals continue to um, shoot themselves in the foot. As DeAndre Hopkins will not play the first, I believe it's six games. He's not playing due to league standard, violating league standards. And um, they just had Hollywood Brown get arrested. And so we'll see what action the NFL takes there. Well, first what legal action happens and then what. And so I say all that because the Cardinals are getting more depleted on their offense. Defensively, they're getting pretty old. So I'm picking the Raiders in that one. Raiders at Titans week three, Sunday, 12 o'clock game. Titans favored by two and a half. The Titans are taking a step back this year. A road game is always tough. This feels like a trap game to me. But the Raiders tended to have tended to in the last few seasons start better. However, we have Josh McDaniels this year as head coach. I say all that to confuse myself more. I don't know about this game. I'm going to pick the Raiders to steal a road one. So that's two, two and one so far. Next game is home against the Broncos. That game is even on a Sunday afternoon. Um, no one's favored. I think the Broncos are getting hyped up a lot, and they will disappoint themselves. I don't think Russell Wilson will be the savior everyone thinks he is, and someone's bound to get hurt. And when that happens, the Broncos just crumble every year. So I'm picking the Raiders. Ooh, Raiders 3-1 and one at this point. Next week at the Chiefs, <laughs> that is a Monday night football game. Classic. They love to do that. Chiefs favored by six. I'd have to agree with that. I think the Chiefs, even without Tyreek Hill, will be too much um, for the Raiders. That will be a loss. Three and two. Next week, <laughs> Raiders at home against the Texans. And uh, no Deshaun Watson. He suspended the first six games at this point. The NFL appealed, but regardless, Texans won't have him the whole season. Raiders are favored 7.5. That is a Sunday afternoon game coming off the bye week for the Raiders. If we lose that game, we don't need a bye week to beat the Texans at home. And the fact that we have one gives every reason in the world why we should win this. If we don't win this, cancel the season. Cancel it. It's over. We're not making the playoffs if we can't win this game. So 4-2 and two right now for the Raiders. Uh, next week, this is a 12 o'clock Sunday game at the Saints. Saints favored by one point. It's Jameis Winston season in NOLA. No Sean Payton. I don't know. The Saints are a middle-of-the-tier middle team. But... You can't win all these types of games. I think the Saints will win 4-3 and three for the Raiders. Next week, after that, a 12 o'clock game at the Jags. Just beat them in the preseason. Favored by 3.5. If we... We're favored by 3.5 on the road, people. That does not happen. 
we should win this game. If there's two games on the schedule we should win, it's the Jags and it's the Texans. Those are pretty much gimmies. Come on. Don't kid yourself. We'll win that game. Um, <clears throat> next week, this is another Sunday afternoon game. Colts Raiders at home for the Raiders. Raiders favored by a point and a half. Beat the Colts last year. They get Matty Ice this year. Um, we won on the road last year. Can we do it two years in a row? Matty Ice, seasoned veteran. I don't know. I think we'll lose that game. I think that is... That's a tricky one. I'm going with the Colts. Um, so what am I at? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. So we're six and four. I'll count it at the end. Next week, Raiders at Broncos. There's a second game against the Broncos. They are favored by three and a half at Mile High Stadium, or whatever they call it now. Sunday afternoon game. They've had the Broncos by three and a half, which is so interesting to me. But I do think the Broncos will win that game and split the series with us. Then next week, again on the road at the Seahawks. Even being on the road, we are favored by three. That's another almost guaranteed win game as the Seahawks continue to collapse on themselves and get rid of their all their good players. I think we should win this game <clears throat> next week at home against the Chargers. I think we'll split the series against the Chargers. That is... Uh, the spread is even. Sunday afternoon game. I think that fits the bill for the Raiders to win. Burn, nobody really important gets injured. Go Raiders. Screw the Chargers. Next week on the road with the Rams. That's on Prime Video. Thursday night game. Rams favored by five. Returning Super Bowl champions. Rams should win that game by a lot. <laughs> Dare I say it? And then next week, Sunday night football. Well, actually, we go from, well, yeah, Thursday night to a Sunday. So that's, what, seven, eight, nine, ten games, ten days between the Rams and Patriots. Home for the Raiders on Sunday night football. Raiders favored by three over the Patriots. I happen to believe they'll win that game. Um, it's kind of dependent upon how big of a step the Patriots take this year with their young players. Next week, um, that would be a <clears throat> oh Christmas Christmas Eve game Saturday. NFL Network Raiders go on the road to the Steelers. I'm sure it won't be snowing like crazy in Pittsburgh. Raiders favored by two still. The Steelers kind of collapsed after last year. It will be interesting to see. No, 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 no. I shouldn't say collapsed. I just think their offense... No, no, yeah, yeah. I take all that back. Just just cut that last part I said. The Steelers will be good, um, but they do not have the quarterback. They don't, even, they don't have a starter, and they don't have the depth to um, move the offense forward, and they cannot reward the defense because of their quarterback situation. So I'll pick the Raiders in that one. You know what? Yeah, yeah, I'll pick the Raiders. And then two more games. At home against the 49ers, the former Battle of the Bay. Now it's the Battle 
of the West. We'll come up with something better by then. San Francisco, even on the road, favored by two. It's, it's, uh, what's his name? Quarterback's name. Whatever. Quarterback, the 49ers quarterback, they're getting rid of Garoppolo. Trey Lance. It's Trey Lance time. Um, I don't think. Maybe by the end of the season he'll figure out some things, but I think they're throwing him too soon. 49ers have a good roster, though. I'm going to pick the 49ers. Go with the spread as well. And then January 8th, final game at home against the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are favored by three. They still love the Chiefs. I happen to believe that the Raiders will split the series with every AFC West team this year. And so we will have to beat the Chiefs there to make that happen. All right, so we have who are our wins? Cardinals, Titans, Broncos. Texans. Did I say Saints? No, I don't think I did. Jags. Did I say Colts? Uh, I don't think I said Colts. Seahawks. Okay, I'm losing my mind here. One, two, three, four, five Jags, six Seahawks, seven Chargers, eight Patriots. 9 Steelers, and 10 Chiefs. 10 and 7 is my prediction. I think our ceiling is 11 and 6. And we could go as far down as 9 and 8. I think it will be between 9 and 11 wins this year. I think we improved in some areas. And that's not that's not even just by acquiring people. Devontae Adams certainly helps. But just returning four or five starters... The offensive line, I think, is a really good sign to me as we've battled the O-line problems in the last few years. So, 10-7, and seven, I think that gets us in the playoffs. I think we're second or third, second or third in the division. We just got to beat the Chiefs once this year, please. I, I'm begging you. I know it's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, but, oh my God, we got to beat the Chiefs at least once. If we beat the Chiefs twice this year... Oh, I will go hog wild. I will. I'm going to do something. Tweet at me. Give me suggestions of what I should do if the Chiefs. If the Chiefs uh, lose twice to us this year. I'll do, I'll do something drastic. I will. But you got to give me ideas. In season podcast on Twitter. Um, tweet at me. Please. Follow me. And. Uh, Go Raiders. All right, so that's it. Just wanted to cover the roster and the schedule for this year. Um, I think it looks pretty good on paper, and I think the schedule isn't daunting. So there you have it. There's my preseason look. We have three more preseason games. I thought it was down to three preseason games, but we still have three more after the Jags. So... We'll round out the preseason, and then we will see what we can do in the regular season. Black and silver for life. Let's get to the playoffs again. I'm going to find a stat next week for you, or I'll, I'll t retweet it. I'm sure somebody has it. Of um, 
last time we made the back-to-back playoffs. My guess is off the top of my head it was 01 and 02. Yeah. So, I'll come up with some stats next time. We will be on uh, next week to talk about Nebraska ball. And then later this month, I will bring on Stephen Douglas of the Leafs podcast, Leafs cast, that's what it's called, and um, Lance Larson of Matt Miscellaneous podcast, and we are going to do a, we're going to preview the entire NFL season um, and look at some of the top storylines. So that's what you can look, be looking forward to in the next couple of weeks. We should be pretty regular, um, especially as the regular season starts, we will recap every game. And so from here on out, there should be a podcast most weeks. Um, so content for you to listen to. All right, everybody. Go Raiders. Go Huskers. I'm sure whoever's listening likes both of those teams. We'll see you next time.